<laughs> Hi. Hello, everybody. How's it going? It's been, how many months has it been? Four? Three and a half. Three and a half? Yeah. Three and a half months since we have, no, because it was like mid-February. Is that three and a half months? Am mm. I stupid? Mm, no, you're right. Is it closer to four? Yep. It's been like four months since we dropped the podcast. I was thinking March. Mm, correct. Um... And currently we are sitting in Megan's apartment. <laughs> Do not fret. I've recently gotten a COVID test. Recently as of like Yesterday. today, received my results. <laughs> and I'm COVID free. So that's great. We're eating dinner. We are currently eating dinner. We're eating spaghetti that Megan cooked for us because we are like the only two people that we... <laughs> Megan's getting it all for herself. We're the only two people that are in LA really that we know. So mm-hmm. we're just hanging out. Drinking. Drinking a little, little tiny bit. We were spitting some facts, mm-hmm. and we thought we'd record it. As usual. So we don't really know what the topic of this podcast is going to be. <laughs> I think that that's kind of appropriate for the state of the world right now, though, <laughs> that we just kind of want to talk about, you know, whatever we feel is relevant and mm-hmm. necessary. So I feel like we should just dive right in. Mm-hmm. Sarah Baska. Have you ever watched Sarah Baska on YouTube? I loved her. She's amazing. Um, we're going to do songs. But in place of tweets, we just want to do a quick plug on the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, Obviously, at this point, you should know all about that and what it's about. But if you're on Twitter, there are plenty (laughs) of petitions for you to sign and plenty of information for you to absorb. So please spend some time on Twitter looking into that. Yeah, I would. Yes. (laughs) Um, I would say that Mel and I have been sharing a lot on our socials as well so mm-hmm. at any point if you check our socials there should be some good educational content i try to only repost stuff that is like actually actionable i guess that's that's mm-hmm. my angle um and the protests started at the beginning of june i believe it's now in the middle of july so we've definitely seen things simmer down a little bit just because it was really great how engaged everyone was at first but we want to bring this up now too because it is still important yeah it is still something we should be talking about and researching and donating to absolutely so we're here to interrupt your podcast to just remind you that if you've been slacking this is still something that you should be engaging with and helping to better the world for sure and we're not experts by any means but Mm -hmm. if you are interested in having a conversation about this and you don't know to talk to or you don't feel comfortable talking to anyone in your life please reach out to us on social media because we'd be happy to talk to you about it yeah and black lives matter yes they do all right so on a music subject um for starters some of you may know this but hamilton came out on disney plus and it was phenomenal for me so i've been listening to a lot of hamilton outside of that slash adjacent to that i recently found anthony ramos's album i don't did you ever listen to that megan you did so good i mean first of all i just love him as a human being i think he's great and i think he's super talented but in particular i loved dear diary um and figure it out was the other one i loved from that album so go ahead and give that a listen if you can and then my other song that i've just been jamming to lately that's an older one that came out a while ago is ever since new york by harry styles (gasps) that's my favorite harry song i knew you were gonna like it i literally said to megan before we started recording i was like you're gonna love my song of the week song um, yeah, I've been listening to that, like, a crazy person nonstop listen to it, like, ten times in a row on the plane back from Chicago. So good. Do you so know what good. it's about? His, his stepdad got cancer, God, right? It makes me so sad. 
Okay, well, don't cry. <laughs> Let's not cry about it. Anyways, that's <laughs> but my it favorite is song. So good. I mean, Harry everything Sean. Harry Styles releases is <laughs> ten out of ten. Top notch. Truly, I, I don't even understand how anyone could listen to either of his albums and be like, "This is trash," because it's just inaccurate. Um, but yeah, they're really good, and that song in particular is very heartfelt and in a weird way almost like inspiring i don't know hmm. how i would describe it i just love the energy it brings even though it is a sad song about a sad subject my um, favorite harry line lyric is from that song it's i've been praying i never did before so, yeah it is um yeah it's an amazing song so definitely give that a listen if you've never heard it harry definitely got more mainstream with fine line and my favorite thing was having people text me especially guys being like wait this shit is actually the best <laughs> i was I like you're correct i know um, my song is one that I found on TikTok because in since I last talked to y'all, I've become a TikTok fiend. <laughs> and it's called F2020. It's by Avenue Beat. It's uh yeah, the chorus just says fuck 2020 and it's pretty good. <laughs> fuck 2020, which we all feel. It's a good quarantine pandemic anthem. Um it's pretty relatable and mm. it's catchy, so I like it. Also, sorry that there's going to be utensil noises in the background. This is a chill dinner podcast. We are literally on the floor in Megan's apartment eating off of her coffee table and we're eating spaghetti. I think this is going to be more echoey, too, because we're not in my bedroom. (laughs) Shoot. Well, you know what? Whatever. It's been a couple months, so your expectations for our quality might have lowered, and that's okay. We're going to deliver the content. But not like the actual sound quality might be a little different. Because you know what? We're tired. This it's been is a, just supposed to be fun. It's been a long four months, okay? Honestly. Okay, we're going to talk about what we've been doing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, okay, should we start? You want to start at the beginning? Let's just talk. Okay, so, let's, just, let's just chat. March. My work shut down as in work from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, March 12th, I think. That's the day we started doing things. Um, you just had a job change. I don't know if anyone on this podcast even knows this, but yeah, I have a new job. Um, it's not quite so new anymore because I've been there since March 9th. Um, but since our last podcast, I got a new job and I now work um, in a job very similar to what Megan does. Woo-hoo. Working at a personal pub- publicity agency in mm-hmm. West Hollywood. Um, but the funny story is that I worked there in person for literally five days um, and then quarantine happened, so I've actually been working from home my entire time working there, which has been a blessing and a curse in many, many ways. <laughs> um, I think it's given me the opportunity to learn this job, which was very new to me and at a slower pace than I would have had it been all in person, um, which is a blessing, but a curse in that I would like to get to know my coworkers and stuff better and communicate a little easier than is it is sometimes over... Uh, digital formats. (laughs) I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't even know how to speak to anyone anymore because I've just been quarantined for so long. I don't know how to talk. Yeah. So that's been our work situations. We've both been work from home entertainment PR Mm -hmm. and which there's not a lot necessarily happening in entertainment PR right now. Yeah. I don't really know how much there's to catch up on just because I mean, obviously we've been doing things, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of the same things as y'all. Like we've been staying home. We both went back to our parents' house for a little bit. Yeah. I was in Chicago for a month um, prior to this, which was super fun. I got to hang out with my dogs every day, which is like all I want in the world is to be with my childhood dog all the time. (laughs) Um, And of course, my dad and my stepmom and (laughs) 
We watched a lot of Chicago PD, which you would never see on just regular cable television here because we're not in Chicago. Um, <laughs> but I watched a ton of that show, got really into it. And honestly, I'm not normally into like those crime type of shows, mm-hmm. but that's a pretty good one. It's better done than any of the other ones I've ever seen. So if you're interested in starting a crime show, mm-hmm. Chicago PD might be a good place to you know dip your toes in the water. I've watched so much. I watched Tiger King. Yes, that of course. Oh my god. Years I ago. forgot that Tiger King was part Existed. of this <laughs> horrifying few months we've had. Wow. I think I watched Cheer during quarantine, but maybe it was leading up into quarantine. Mm-hmm. I'm currently re-watching Grey's Anatomy with my mom, who's watching it for the first time. I watched... I finished Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 Wow, wait, okay. Well, if we're going to bust out, like, lists of what we I don't. I don't have a list, though. I have a list. I don't even have my phone. Oh, I wait, I think I've... I have a list. Anyways, been watching a lot of TV. It's, uh... I mean, obviously, you guys don't want to hear a ton about quarantine since you've been living through it. Um, definitely, though... What was your favorite thing that you I watched Sharp Objects. What? That's not my favorite thing, but I watched Sharp Objects. (laughs) I've been reading a lot. I've been reading a lot recently, too, but let's start with what was your favorite thing you binged? Sex and the City. Sex and the City. Okay. I watched a lot of... What? Wait, you guys. Avatar The Last Airbender is on Netflix now, and I watched it for the umpteenth time, but on Netflix, because it's on Netflix now. That is my favorite thing I've binged, because it is my favorite show, and it is the best thing that has ever been put on, on a Netflix. network. Oh. And Netflix. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's just the best show. You High guys. praise from Megan Donovan. Mom, if you're listening to this, I know you're going to be laughing. Avatar is the best show and i've also been watching a ton of youtube specifically youtube analysis of the show oh wow (laughs) because there's so many so that's my favorite thing that i've watched keep going wait i just want to clarify for myself and anyone who's listening so are you going to venture out and say that avatar the last airbender is the best show in existence yes and we want to stand by that yeah yes i can respect it have you seen it i never got into it when i was a kid bro i know I haven't watched Avatar The Last Airbender, but at 22 years old, I rewatched Starstruck, that Disney Channel original movie. That's fair. And it was honestly good. I wasn't mad about it. It's pretty good. Disney Plus has kind of been my savior over quarantine because mm-hmm. I have been watching shit that I have absolutely <laughs> no business watching because I'm not 13. Um, but I've watched it anyway. And I've caught up on the vast majority of the Avengers franchise which i had never really seen any of those i feel like movies. a lot of people have done that yeah i hadn't seen any of those movies i just watched ant-man today i'm all the way up to <laughs> ant-man um it was so good i'm enjoying it so much and my i feel bad because my ex-boyfriend was so into avengers and i never i'm sorry watched any of it what do you see that over there no no the gold box um, on the tv stand I'm so blind. I love do you see the TV? It, correct, yes. Do I you see, see right to the right of the TV? Yes, yes, I see it, but I don't see what it says. Oh, you don't have to. It's the Lord of the Rings trilogy, okay. and my ex-boyfriend gave that to me oh, wow. after we'd broken up, and oh, I just wow. haven't given it back in months. Oh, wow. So I get it, bro. Well, I just feel bad, because every time I watch one of these movies, I'm like, man, my ex <laughs> really would have appreciated had I watched this movie with him, and I didn't. So... To my ex, sorry, you know who you are. I hope you never hear this, but you know who you are. If you I do. guess the difference is, is I've only watched the first one, and that's why I haven't given it. Ooh, sorry. Yeah. I, I haven't have, given it back. I've put in like a good, probably 20 hours at this point. <laughs> I'm not even done. Like, I'm gonna watch them all. 
And they're really good. I mean, who doesn't love Robert Downey Jr., for starters? Chris Evans. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. I am least attracted to Chris Hemsworth <gasps> out of the group. I'm sorry. With the shorter hair, he's better, but I don't like long hair. I'm just not into it. It's not my thing. Megan is looking at me with such disgust right now. Because <laughs> the feeling is disgust. <laughs> You're, you think that Chris Hemsworth is the hottest of the group? Yeah. This is what we're going to bring back on our podcast, our first podcast in four months. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I think Avatar the Airbender is the best show, and I think Chris Hemsworth <laughs> is the hottest. I, it's not that I don't think he's hot, because he definitely is, but I don't think he's hotter than others involved in the franchise. You know what I mean? I think, objectively, Elizabeth Olsen is the hottest, and then Chris Hemsworth. Okay, what about Scarlett Johansson, if we're including girls? I don't know. I feel like her personality turns me off, and I hated Marriage Story, so. I never watched that, to be fair. So I feel like that, I would Some feel people love way. it. But I feel like Scarlett <laughs> Johansson Jojo Rabbit was so... very good. She was in that. Okay, I still haven't seen that. I know, I know, I know. So I we're watching Avatar. That. We're watching Jojo <laughs> Rabbit. Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. You're not going to catch me watching Avatar at any point. I can't. I'm going to say, okay, will you watch a YouTube video <laughs> Talking about why it's the best show. Yes, yes. Because th- I came if across you can say, like sell it to me. Oh hello. Oh, I'll sell it. To you. <laughs> if you can sell it to me, I will watch it. But like just on overall feelings towards Avatar: The Last Airbender, the show, I will not be watching that currently. Will I watch Disney Channel original movies for sure? So I have no ground to even stand on at this point. But like for some reason, that just doesn't call doesn't call to me. Doesn't spark joy. You know, Megan's really upset with me right now. It's just like, it's not <laughs> even subjective. It's objectively the best. Okay, send me, if you send me the YouTube video, I'll okay, watch okay, it. Okay, 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 okay. I will totally watch it. I, if you guys have seen Avatar The Last Airbender, like beginning to end, you know what I'm saying. If you haven't, you know what Mel is saying. Like, I understand oh, what she's going through. So you have to get like the whole picture is what you're saying. Oh my God. Of the show. I mean, yes, but also it's just like... There's obviously there's not a perfect show, but it is as close as you can get. Like there are just not, there's not a bad episode. There's one actually that the whole like fandom hates, but <laughs> beyond that, <laughs> I love those episodes. There's, they're funny. There's really just not like a bad episode. They're all enjoyable to watch, or there's something like you get get out of you, it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All the characters have amazing I backstory. That. I understand the apprehension that some people have because it's like. A cartoon on Nick, and so it's like, okay, this is a kid's but show. But Nick cartoons are better than like Disney cartoons, I True. think. Not like, not yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like Pixar. It's or just anything, but. you absolutely have to get the full picture, but also like they're mm-hmm. good standalone. But I will say my personal like rankings of the season goes three to one. Like I think one is the least, my least favorite, even though it's still mm-hmm. good. Second and then third. So like. Like, okay. re-watching it, too, getting to the third season, I was like, I forgot how just incredible this show was. Why did it only have three seasons? Um, great question. The creators... <laughs> <laughs> great question. So it only has three seasons, but there's a sequel series called Legend of Korra that has four seasons. Interesting. The same characters? No. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. Shit. Korra's the, like, new avatar, so... Mm. Um, it's like 70 years forward. Is that, Korra as good as the OG? 
Uh, I think there's mixed opinions. I have only seen the first season, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of the second season right now, and I don't like it as much. Yeah. But I don't think I like it as much because one of the aspects I liked about the original season was the Eastern spirituality part of it, like the Buddhist elements and the right. peace and all of that. Okay. And Legend of Korra doesn't have that as much, but some people... Legend of Korra is like very politically charged and it has some insane introductions t- for children to bigger political theories. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what to respond. Like Anyways, four seasons. That one ended because it was getting like a little too political is my understanding. I, I haven't like seen it all. sounds correct based on what And then Avatar ended not because it wasn't popular. I guess I haven't looked into this too much. It definitely was popular. It had like mm-hmm. millions of viewers, but I think the creators were just like, there's oh four elements and <laughs> the avatar was already born with one. He had air and then the books go, the seasons go water, earth, fire. So it kind of made logical sense to oh, end it. Okay, we can respect that. Yeah. I, I, I like when... <laughs> we can stop talking about Avatar now since that's not the podcast. <laughs> laughing because I'm sitting here trying to think of, I don't know, something poignant to say about Avatar The Last Airbender. You're like, great. And I'm like, what the fuck am I saying? It's so good. Um, Anyways. We can move on. We binged a lot of good stuff over quarantine. Um, Highly recommend Outer Banks. I know that. I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen it? It's on my list. Okay, here's the thing about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's not like... How do I say this correctly? Good. I'm not... No, but it's not that it's bad. I've seen a lot of mixed opinions on it. I went into it thinking, like, this is going to be the dumbest show ever. (laughs) And, like, I binged it in 24 hours. I kid you not. I did watch Dead to Me season two in a day. Keep going. I really want to watch that show. I've never seen it. Um, Mm. Mm. And Killing Eve. Okay, keep going. I do want to watch Killing Eve, too, because she's a client at my... Wait, so. who? Oh, Sandra? Sandra's. And Jody's yeah. one of ours. Oh, yeah. Hey. Uh, Catherine and Josephine. Oh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. keep going. We have, yes, we have a lot of weird connections overlap in our jobs, obviously because we do the same thing, basically. But, um, yeah, Outer Banks, I, I loved it. I'm sorry. I just enjoyed That's every fair. moment of it. Like, there was definitely some cringe, but... It was worth watching. I would watch it again. I probably will watch it again. I'm hyped for season two. So mm-hmm. if you haven't seen that, watch that. Um, what else? Oh my god, I've watched so I really like the Jumanji movies. I watched those over quarantine. I know I've seen the first one, I haven't seen the second one. Okay, I me and my family watched them. They're kind of funny. I mean the first one was. Yeah, they were funny. Like they were well done, I thought. And again, I thought I went into it thinking I'm gonna hate this, and I didn't hate it. I also watched Upload on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. which I really liked. Robbie Amell is also uh-huh so hot um, <laughs> yeah uh and then i also watched desperados that movie on netflix recently on the plane ride back yeah yeah, yeah. with uh oh my god why am i nasim Kadrad? is that how you say her name did i just make that up what <laughs> i'm sorry i'm looking this up desperados. She, the, the one from i i know her name and i feel like i just butchered it she was in uh new girl with lamar morris who's also in that movie nasim padrad yes 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 that's what i said isn't it kind of i don't know who that is though oh my gosh have you ever seen new girl no 
What? This is like akin sorry, to not seeing friends that you were offended by. Like I just, I'm well, not really. Friends is another <laughs> level of. I understand, to me. but for like I just don't really watch. Like say. Comedy yeah, sitcomy type of stuff. That's amazing because I exclusively watch sitcoms. I like more stuff. drama type things. Okay, like I can buy Dead to that. Me and Killing Eve have comedy. Like they're definitely comedic, mm-hmm. but they have like this. Duh, 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 duh. No, no, hello. <laughs> duh, 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 duh. <laughs> no, no. Okay, I understand that. Everyone has different like TV preferences. I've mm-hmm. noticed, and I. Man, I love a good sitcom. New Girl doesn't have like a laugh track, which doesn't make it a sitcom. I do want to watch it. It's more appealing. It's it's yeah, more of a comedy I would say than like a sitcom. Um, Because I just associate sitcoms with like a cheesy laugh track. Uh Although, let me suggest this to all of our listeners and you. I recently googled Friends without a laugh track, and it was oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. Bone chilling. Never zero out of ten. Would never do it again. Hated it the entire way. (laughs) Me and my dad watched it, and we were like, "What the fuck is this (laughs) bullshit?" No, never. As have you seen Sex in the City? Yes, but, like, not religiously. My mom watched it when I was growing up, and, like, I've seen episodes of it here and there. But Carrie's so punchable to me. They're all punchable. I know. I feel like that's true. We took this quiz (laughs) with my friends and I that, like, puts you as all different TV characters Uh and, like, from tons of different shows, like Game of Thrones, Sex and the City, How I Met Your Mother, Friends. Have you seen Game of Thrones? No. I know, and I know that's whack of me to admit, but (laughs) I haven't seen it. Um... But I got Samantha, which oh. frightened me, but also... I mean, what we talked about today earlier, like, kind of makes... I know! So, well, I got Samantha. Somebody else got Samantha, too. It was, like, my group of, like, three of my friends. Samantha's only personality trait is having sex. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> it's true! Why my father isn't listening to this? Sorry, sir. <laughs> um, but I texted something like that to Kristen. I was like, I feel so bad for this actress because all this woman is doing is having sex. I feel like... She has other traits, and I'm mostly kidding. <laughs> but the, the writers did her dirty. They did do her dirty. Especially, like, well, season four. She also was, like... She was the only one that didn't want to do another movie or reunion or whatever bullshit it was. Yeah, she was that. like, they bullied me. Yeah. <laughs> I love getting the tea behind various casts on I television. I don't think it ruins it for me. Oh, my God, I love it. But I also haven't religiously watched Sex in the City, so maybe mm-hmm. that's why I, I don't care. Yeah. I, I was like, ooh, tell me what you think of I have always come out as a carry in the quizzes. However... <laughs> I absolutely watch the show. Here's the thing. You watch the show. Okay. I'm making this mic a little closer to you. Um, you watch the show, and through it all, you're like, well, I, I'm kind of like that. Maybe I'm more of a Samantha. Maybe I'm more of a Carrie. Maybe I'm more of a Charlotte. You self-identify? Like, yeah. You're kind of like, wait, wait, wait. Maybe I'm that one, actually. Mm-hmm. And, and you right. go through all these episodes, and you go back and forth. Nobody ever says they're a Miranda. Have you noticed that? And we'll... Miranda's a stick in the mud. <laughs> At least, even though Charlotte's a stick in the mud, like, she has traits where she, like, her thing is just being very poised and preppy and, like, has her life together. She's like so the if mom you're, of the group. Yeah, so if you're that way, it makes sense. But Miranda's just, like, unless you're a lawyer. <laughs> no, 100%. Or you have saying, a no pixie cut. Like, no one's ever, like, 
I'm a Miranda. I mean, if you do say that, props to you because Miranda definitely has her shit together. She does. She has her shit together more than many of them. But she also is kind of a stick in the mud. Um, I mean, the haves are Miranda and Charlotte being sticks in the mud and Samantha and Carrie not being sticks in the mud enough sometimes. (laughs) So anyways, you watch it and you go back and forth, but you mainly go back and forth because each episode, one or two of them will be exceptionally shitty. Oh, and you're like, well, I don't want to be that. <laughs> and so you switch. But I've come to the conclusion that if I had to decide which one I was, it would be Carrie. I love attention. I love dressing up. I love okay. writing. <laughs> like, when it comes down to it, I'm stupid with boys. I fall for fuck boys. <laughs> like, when it comes down to it, that's who I am. Am I biphobic and racist? No. <laughs> There's a couple episodes where, I mean, the entire show, I would say, absolutely has episodes where they're super problematic about certain things. All of them, because it was the 90s. I was going to say, I feel like that's so prominent on, like, 90s television. That's unfortunate. I was just watching this episode of Friends yesterday that was like, they were joking about how Chandler kissed a guy, and Monica was like, you kissed a guy? And they made this big deal of it, and I was like, this episode would not fly no. in the year 2020. Sex in the City generally would not fly, but um, mm. it definitely has problematic parts to it. Anyway, so there's parts of it where it's like, oh, totally have these carry traits, but then there's other parts of it where it's like, you are so stupid and annoying. Like, what? Oh, like, she cheats on this guy who's so wonderful multiple times. I would, Is it Aiden? Yes. I know enough of I would to know that, but I don't never. know. Never. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> but oh, it's been no. out for two decades. Yeah, you're a little bit um, if you don't know that. Uh, I knew it, and it didn't ruin it for me, if that helps, if you just got it spoiled. Um, I don't find that knowing things ever really ruins stuff for me. Not for things that have been out too long, but for things that just came out, I don't like knowing. Like, I haven't seen Avengers Endgame, but <laughs> I know what I'm walking into when I watch that movie. Regardless, I remember texting Kristen, my roommate, and just being like, this woman being Carrie is so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, like, you're not 100% one of them, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, that's fair. Even so though Samantha... <laughs> You could be if you wanted to be. Well, I would say Samantha's very loyal, <laughs> non judgmental. Like, mm-hmm. she's in entertainment publicity, so let's talk about it. Is she? Yeah, she's oh. a publicist. Oh, wow. That's actually startling. Yeah. She, even though, like, her main thing is that she's kind of like the slutty one of the group. I feel like she's when you peel the it one back. that doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> that's kind of what yeah. I gather from her. And that's why I was like, okay, I could see why my personality would align with this because I tend to give no fucks. Yeah, totally. I I would agree. Yeah, right? That's what I thought. So anyway, Sex in the City. Wow, we just went on such a tangent about television. You should watch Avatar, Sex in the City. Outer Banks. Outer Banks. Uh, Dead to Me, Killing Eve. Like, those are two quality shows. I suggested much earlier. Oh my goodness. Okay, so as mentioned before... Sorry, that was an abrupt cut. Sorry if you heard that one. But as we discussed a little bit before, we don't really have a topic for this episode. We, I texted Mal very last minute to come over for dinner. Uh-huh. We ate dinner. It we slept. ate dinner. Had some alcohol, Much, some wine, and some trudies. Many an alcoholic beverage. So, yeah, and we wanted to record just because we were saying some things that I felt were very relevant. And since we want this to just be a casual podcast like it felt right so it's like a free form podcast uh, so we don't really know what we're getting into here but we're just gonna start talking yeah you're just along for the ride 
and go. <laughs> well, God, if you say and go to me and expect me to just fill in words, mm-hmm. I'm literally going to forget every word of the English language okay. and suddenly I've been do- know nothing. I've been doing these things on my Finsta, uh, which oh, if you do not know, by is the way, a fake I, Insta. A fake Insta, yes. By the way, I don't have Instagram or Twitter, so I have no idea what Megan's about to say about her Finsta. And oh, I you do, you do. Oh, I do? Okay, um, I, since quarantine began, maybe before, maybe a little bit after, I don't know, I've been doing like Finsta polls. Oh, um, I love those. I think it started with me asking something actually relevant and then diving into that a little bit more. So if you don't know on Instagram, you can put up a story for 24 hours and you can put either a poll or questions. You can put a lot of stuff, but I've been using polls and questions. Polls are just two options. Questions are you can ask a question and people can answer whatever they want. Yeah. And I've just been trying to ask, I'll grab my phone, but I've been trying to ask things that make people think a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun to see people's responses and then I share them anonymously just so people can really say what they want. But it's been a cool insight, and then I saw that you started doing it, too. I did it one day on my close friend's story because... Thank you. Well, obviously, I got the inspiration from you, but I absolutely love these polls, questions, etc. that Megan's been posting. I've said that to you, like, a million times. I got some feedback, not just spaghetti on your sleeve. Oh. (laughs) What'd you say? Um... You haven't been the only one who has said that you like them, which is why I kept doing them. Yeah, I mean, it's especially the part that the answers are anonymously shared. First of all, it's just nice to, especially because, as she said, there are a lot of questions that sort of make you think. And some of them are very happy and some of them are a little bit more deep. Um, It kind of just depends. But getting to see other people's answers as well is like one of the most fun parts because... A, it reminds me of things that I hadn't even thought of. And B, it just like makes you sort of feel like other people are in this with you together whatever it is that you're thinking which I guess probably doesn't make sense if you haven't seen some of the questions but so I was having a really really bad day just from like work and just general quarantine stress and so I decided to post one of the like these sets of questions on my close friend story and it made me feel so much better like Mm -hmm. even just seeing people's responses like so many people wrote things that were funny but a lot of people wrote things that were just like heartfelt and it just made me smile. Yeah. I don't know. People so, actually think about them. They do. I this do. Guy is so pretty. Okay, I just grabbed my phone to look up some of the questions. Why is my <laughs> Wi-Fi just not working? Because everyone's on Wi-Fi right now. Because we're all stuck inside but all I the have time. I my own Wi-Fi. Oh, was that the dumbest thing I've ever said? Probably. <laughs> okay. Most okay. likely. Um. So one of the let, let's just tap through some of these questions. What's the first thing you're going to do once the pandemic is over. People said move to LA, gym. Okay. I wonder if my answer's on Bigger here. dreams, you guys. Get drunk. Hmm. Go to the bars probably and meet a boy who will not fulfill me in any way. <laughs> Happy hour and a nice dinner. Go hook up with randos. Go to my favorite <laughs> restaurant. Amazing. What do you miss the most? Restaurants, my gym, gym, privacy, movie theaters. Privacy from their family, by the way. Obviously, we're all home. Movie theaters, (laughs) doing work in a coffee shop, brunch, you and my other friends, seeing my friends, my friends, sitting down to eat in restaurants with friends. So, yeah, my first one started off definitely as quarantine questions, and then they got more, like, philosophical. Which is fun. Yeah. It was so fun. Um, I asked people their favorite books. What's the meaning of life? 
There's my Avatar last year. <laughs> what have you been binging? Yeah, what have you been binging? Someone said Avatar. What were you insecure about growing up? So many people responded to this. People Ooh, said... Read these. These are good. Okay. People said my skin, my weight, glasses, acne, social skills, acne, uh, my teeth, the bags under my eyes, thinking everyone hates me, shyness, that everyone thought I was annoying, my weight being liked weight my lips my eyebrows my greasy hair and everything height weight freckles not being smart or cool enough being overweight being a ginge <laughs> i'm certain my answer is in there somewhere and i don't i know, know. which one it is which it's it? uh sorry podcast people but it's this one. Oh 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 <laughs> um thank you for not reading it yeah and then it's <laughs> And then I asked fun ones to like bar or club, and 71% said bars, 29% said club. Fucking, who voted for club? I'm well, sorry. like dancing. If you like clubs over bars, you are a sociopath. <laughs> I don't even, I can't even check who said what, so sorry. Oh. And then I started, I asked, do humans have free will? Most people said yes. Like, I've asked so many different things, and it's just been, like, even music recs, book recs. Um, it's just been so fun, and particularly seeing everyone's answers i know i already said that but it's just been really eye-opening to like what other people's experiences and perspectives on things are especially things like what were you most insecure about growing up like how much commonality there was in those answers things we were all insecure about that when you're it's kind of a good thing to keep in mind for now as an adult person too of like (laughs) the things that you think only you are going through chances are you are not the only one and there are so many more people out there than you even realize who understand what you're experiencing and are experiencing the same thing. I don't know. I just, it gives me weird hope for the human race. I will. Something that this is bringing up in my mind is because one of the things I've always been insecure about was my weight, specifically because I didn't realize as a seventh, eighth grader, whatever, that height and weight are like, you know, kind of dance together. And mm-hmm. I'm, I've always been taller than everyone else. So naturally I'm going to weigh more than everyone else. Like I'm just not this super petite girl. And I still remember in middle school filling out like a physical fitness test. And my PE teacher said something along the lines of like, okay, so, you know, if you're 120 pounds, you would put one, two, zero like this. Mm-hmm. And the girl next to me, who was like kind of one of my friends, but like kind of one of the more popular girls. And I was never part of that group right. said like, oh my God, who's 120 pounds. And I was basically exactly that at that point. Okay. <laughs> right. But that, oh shoot. I was, oh, oh, oh. Um, something that has been disappointing, but I guess this is just something that's been around for forever is Mm -hmm. on TikTok. I feel like people have been so body positive with social media lately, especially since I was in middle school, but on TikTok lately, I've noticed like a weight loss body comparing trend going on. Uh And I have seen so many girls who are probably a little bit younger than me, but have basically exactly the same body type like not super toned but like thin slender whatever yeah like have some fat on them obviously but like skin fat human yeah and like a little bit of a tummy but like definitely within like normal standards of beauty yeah i mean i don't need the healthiest but yeah exactly like generally like within the normal standards of beauty and they but that's their before and then they do like a comparison they do like you know five seconds of their before and then 
five seconds of their after where they're so happy and they lost weight and whatever else. Yeah, and they look ugh. like those. Um, and this this is just a descriptor. This isn't bad in any way, but like they look like kind of prepubescent girls who are just so those so, really so, tiny ones, you know? Oh my god, that just I have, have things thin to bones. say. Yes, and like it's like that is first of all not sustainable whether or not it's healthy like you just cannot like if that's not your natural seeing, body type seeing wolverine you know in movies like yeah <laughs> hugh jackman he's not drinking water so his muscles will look better in the movie right like those things are not attainable like yeah yeah, yeah. long term and it's not healthy it is healthy to have fat on your body and it is healthy to be eating the things that fuel you like you shouldn't be restricting yourself anyway so that's been disappointing because i feel like i've become confident in myself and my body and i see these things from literal teenagers Teenagers, and i'm like well wait i look exactly like that like what do you mean you want to lose weight (laughs) i have such a qualm with the superficiality of tiktok like while i really enjoy tiktok and i Mm -hmm. find a lot of it to be funny when i was first on there you know like who's the most popular creator charlie d'amelio right and like she posts tons of videos of like her body and stuff and i was like i had this day where i was like god why don't i look like that and i literally had to sit back and be like melanie this girl (laughs) is 15 years old or whatever 15 or 16 whatever she was like this is not what an adult woman's body looks like and there's nothing wrong with that but the honest to god truth of the matter is that like anyone over the age of 20 that the number of women who are naturally going to be super skinny like pretty like minimal amounts of fat pretty flat chested whatever else it is Mm -hmm. like that percentage is so low because women's bodies just naturally like gain fat easier than men's yeah, do and yeah, we have yeah. cellulite and we have rolls and skin and our bodies are made to like carry children and shit like and it's so it makes me so so sad for all these like little i'm thinking of like tweens yeah on tiktok who are seeing these girls who like i that's kind of why i half respect addison ray a little bit even though to be totally honest with you like yeah they're all cute and whatever and like they don't seem that problematic so fine but I don't think anyone should be famous just for being pretty, which it kind of seems like is all TikTok really yeah. achieves. Um, but Addison Wright actually has, like, her body looks more like an adult person. She's not mm-hmm. three pounds. She's definitely very much still in shape, but this I feel so weird talking about these girls' bodies, but she's yeah, almost, like an adult right. person. Um, but it's so harmful because it's like women's bodies are meant to, just as you said, like, have fat yeah. and and loose skin and whatever else like the thing that i appreciate too is like even with that like charlie being perhaps a more unattainable body type like she has said how like comments have made her feel insecure and like that's just how her body looks right because she's 15 exactly and people shouldn't be commenting on on that yeah Yeah, like why are you going to her page and commenting like things that would make her feel bad like she's a kid she's a literal child and i have to remind myself of that so much with her specifically because like she is under so much scrutiny and like again i'm not gonna sit here and say that i like feel so so bad for her because mm. it's tiktok you know it's not that big of a deal yeah. and if she doesn't want to be on it anymore she doesn't have to be on it but why what is wrong with our society that people feel entitled to go to like a literal child's mm-hmm, page mm-hmm. and like 
comment negatively on her body. And that's why seeing those comparative Fuck. videos, I like know the demographic on TikTok, even though the age is going up absolutely with like quarantine and people hopping on For TikTok sure, yeah. trends, like the demographic is younger. And so like seeing those things, like when so I was on harmful. Tumblr in high school, I remember the thing I wanted was like a thigh gap. That was the thing. Which is and now I, I know. And now I see I thigh know. gaps and I'm like, that just looks like... Like, my body is not shaped like that, you know? Like, that just I wouldn't look right on me. Unless... It wouldn't happen. I want to have, like, an honest... <laughs> yes. I want to have an honest, like, analysis of that whole thing briefly because mm-hmm. there might be people who listen to this that naturally do have a thigh gap. That is great. If your body mm-hmm. naturally and healthily looks like that, amazing. The truth of the matter is a lot of people's... Don't. don't mine doesn't <laughs> like i don't think i'm unhealthy per se i don't think i'm like the healthiest person alive but i don't think i'm unhealthy but my body like i could work out every day of my freaking life it will never look like charlie d'amelio's yeah. or or well, i'll never have a thigh gap like that's just not how my body's built and i think it's important to like emphasize that more because I, I feel like the trend now and something that i well maybe it's just the trend in my mind because i know that this is something i fall pitfall to where i'm like oh that's what i want mm-hmm. is the like who is it emily radajowski and like kendall jenner's like um their stomachs when their belly buttons are like so, like their stomach yes, yes their stomach yes, is yes, so yes. flat <laughs> That their belly buttons are like first a little ball. line. First and it's ball. like, that is no fat, all muscle. That's like a, a gymnast, right? That's Which, not. <laughs> in a world where we could all have nutritionists and personal trainers and our job was to look hot, sure, great, wonderful. But like, Emily Rodgers' body, thank you, <laughs> to me is like. I don't even look at that and think, God, I wish I looked like that because I just, in no world would I ever look like that. She has like the world's largest knockers and like <laughs> a fat ass and somehow has no waist. And I'm like, where, what, is this some surgery type shit? Is this just your natural build? Like good for you if it is, honestly. Yeah. That's why you're a model. And she's gorgeous, of course. Um, but Rada. yeah, it is like, but she's blonde now. I'm looking her up, you guys. Oh, I like her better brunette. Oh, she still looks good, though. Yeah, that whole little indent line above her belly button and probably below work? it could never be me. Never Anyways, heard of it. We've never been met we when I have acquaintances. We really be... I'm, like, mesmerized. But, but we shouldn't even be, like... <laughs> you shouldn't compare yourself. Talking about other people's bodies, but... Well, any whatever your body looks like that is healthy, like... And, and that's what bothers me is, like... Not everybody is built to be skinny. Not everybody is built to be thick. Like, I know there are a bunch of girls who are naturally really skinny yeah. that just want to be quote-unquote thick, and their bodies don't do that. As long as you are healthy and you are taking care of yourself and your mental health, more importantly than anything... That's all you need to do, babe. However your body looks is how your body looks. Like, great. We would all love to look like Emily Rajkowski. <laughs> We're not all going to look like that, and, and that's chill. That's especially fine. Especially women, like... But, well, frankly, guys, too, but I was going to mention pregnancy, too. We all, men and women and non-binary and everything, mm-hmm. are going to go through so many body changes. Like, you just, you don't look like what you looked like when you were 16 when you're yeah. 23. Like, no. you're not going to look like what you looked like at 23 when you're 30. You're going to, if you have kids, you're going to be pregnant at some point. Like, that's going to change your body. You. Yeah. 
hit menopause or you hit whatever guy's version of menopause is, I don't know. Menopause. Menopause. And like, just things about your body change. And how cool is it that you have lived long enough to see those changes in your body? Oh, yes, Megan. Deliver us that fucking line. I love that. I needed to hear that. You're... Thin, or your skin getting thinner and, you know, wrinkles and whatever else, sunspots, like all of those things on your body, like the elasticity and whatever part of your body that it is, like losing that, it's not losing, it's just changing. And just because you don't look like what you looked like at 16 or at 20 or at 30 or at 40, whatever mm-hmm. it is for you that you're comparing yourself to, it like it's a bad thing. It is such a blessing that you get to see your body this way because not everyone gets to see that that's so true it's kind of beautiful that like as we age our bodies sort of tell the story of our life like Mm -hmm. i think that like smile lines Mm -hmm. and on people's faces are one of the most beautiful things yeah because it's like that just is physical proof of how much you've laughed and smiled over the course of your life Mm -hmm. and that tells me so much about you and i just think that's fucking awesome i don't know i think that's so cool i agree there is this actress who was in the tv show revenge which great show i used to watch that show great (laughs) network show um and it was the mom the like kind of evil older i have to recall anyways i don't she had like perfect skin and someone asked her what she did for it and she said that her when she was younger her mom said like basically don't make facial expressions and so she does not move her face basically and supposedly that's how she has the skin that she has and i heard this in like middle school high school and so for a time that's what i tried doing and it is not possible for me no (laughs) i have so many emotions like i'm so expressive and as everyone is as you should be you have emotions yeah like you can't go around you know what bitch wear sunscreen (laughs) wear sunscreen and smile and laugh and make all the faces you want exactly because i i don't know i have such strong i'm like ranting right now i might keep finding my hand like flying away from my body (laughs) as i'm like wildly gesticulating how i feel but i just think we worry about so many superficial things at this age that are just dumb like so fucking what if you have cellulite so what if you have wrinkles when you're in your 30s or 40s like again you don't want to have skin cancer so like wear sunscreen and whatnot (laughs) but like some of these things are just so arbitrary like aging should be a beautiful process like your skin is going to lose elasticity as you said like you are going to age whether you like it or not and that's also why we should learn as a society to be more appreciative of the stage that we're in like my skin is never going to look better than it does right now ever again because mm-hmm. I'm 22, almost 23, ah. Um, and so I should be thankful for, like, the way that I look today and the way mm-hmm. that I look tomorrow and the way that I look in 10 years and 20 yeah. years and however many years because what really more can you control <laughs> than that? You can't control how you looked, you know, a month, five months, five years ago. You can't control how you're going to look in five years forward. You may as well just appreciate what you have today. I don't know, man. And as it turns out, the things that you notice, not that it matters, but the things that you notice are people, other people probably don't notice. And like, this is, I'm not going to say these things for you to respond, but just like, like 
The things I don't like about myself. I have some fine lines on my forehead. I don't like the wrinkles on my neck. I have cellulite. I don't like my hip dips. I don't like uh, how my stomach... I, I don't like my stomach. I know a lot of people actually have complimented me on that, but I don't like my stomach. I don't like how my hair grows it's really difficult to control and i'm saying these things because i'm gonna go ahead and bet that if you've seen a picture of me or if you know me you have never thought about those things about me yeah unless you're really attentive well, honestly I'm <laughs> and if you have noticed them have you ever thought less of me for it have you ever thought that i couldn't do something because of it have you ever thought that mm-hmm. i couldn't be something or achieve something but that I wasn't a good person because of it. Like, no. absolutely not. It's, we are so hard on ourselves. It's ridiculous. My dad, since I was a teenager, has been like, stop being so hard on yourself. I was home for a month and they were like, stop talking about mm-hmm. yourself like that. Like, stop saying things. And I'm like, as I get older, I'm learning more and more and I'm catching myself. But it's like, I've had cellulite since I was I don't know, 16? It's fucking genetic. And like, yeah, it sucks. I'm not that happy about it. But recently I was like, am I going to not wear a bathing suit around people Mm -mm. because of cellulite? Like, that's so stupid. All, like, if you... Here's my thing. I spent a long time, like, really beating myself up over my weight I think largely because of Tumblr that's not a joke Um, Tumblr man and I would go days where I just didn't eat and like I there were so like I looked up diets and all these things and like quick workouts whatever else like that and oh my god like I was so exhausted I like lost hair over it I was moody like if you when I started running, I felt so strong all of a sudden. I could run a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon. Mm-hmm. Not a marathon, absolutely not. <laughs> but like, I could run these far distances and it made me feel happy. Thank you, endorphins. And it made me feel strong. <laughs> and like, every time I would be in the middle of a race and I felt like I couldn't do it, I was like, I have muscles. Oh, there's a firework. I have muscles and these legs and my whole body is like, and my lungs are pushing me to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you have to find things that make you feel strong and appreciative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Empowered because you have to be appreciative of like the body you have, even if there's some sort of disability, if you have asthma, if you're, if you like don't have a limb, if there are those like restrictions, find the things that make you feel awake, energized, strong, empowered and like you can wake up and have a good day if you wake up feeling sluggish maybe yeah look at some things i don't i don't know if i've ever shared this on here before but um this is something that was shared with me when i was in my preteen years that has always kind of stuck with me um especially on days where i'm feeling down about myself or my appearance or whatever Mm -hmm. um I was advised to like find, pick one part of my physical body that I liked. Could be literally anything. My hair, my eyes, my collarbones, my arms, my feet, like whatever it is. I don't know <laughs> if anyone feels really passionately about their like feet. I don't like my second toe. But <laughs> pick, pick one thing. <laughs> pick one thing about your, I would normally say your upper, like above the sort of shoulder kind of area about your face or body that you really like. 
that you genuinely truly are like, I have a nice smile or whatever it is. And every time you look in the mirror, especially on days where you're feeling down, focus on that one thing. Like, don't look at all the things that you don't like. Don't look and be like, I don't like my eyebrows or my nose or whatever. Like, if your thing is your eyes, like, every time you look in the mirror, look at your eyes, I guess look into your eyes, and think about how much you like them and feel appreciation for that and focus on that part of your body. And weirdly enough, I don't know why, it just over time, you start to feel like, you you start to like other things about yourself as well Mm -hmm. like you have this you've put your focus on this thing that you truly do like and don't be that person that's like i don't have anything about myself that i like because i know there are people out there like that don't you dare first of all don't don't just count yourself out like that don't think there's anything dm me and i will tell you what your thing is what your many things are (laughs) like ask a friend or someone you trust like yeah what their favorite feature of yours is like I'm certain there is one um I could probably say that about all my friends um but focus on that thing that you like and after a couple weeks it's sort of like it weirdly spreads like the self-love to other parts of you as well and I think we should learn all practice a little bit more like forgiveness of ourselves and our flaws but if you're trying to bridge the gap and get there you know a little a little easier and it's hard for you to let go of things you don't like Focus on the things you do like. Yeah. Put your attention on that. Yeah. Why focus on the bad things if they're good ones? I don't know. All it, it's human nature. Things, it's truly. just it's human nature to like look at But generally, in the like ask yourself. <laughs> that's the thing though. That's why it helped me so much is every time, you know, I looked in the mirror, I'd be like, God, I hate my XYZ. nose or whatever yeah. it was. Do you? My nose? You have such a good nose. Oh my god, thank I you. That I, was just an example. I don't think I have a good nose, but I don't okay, think I keep have a going. predominantly bad nose. <laughs> but no, I growing up, I always really didn't like my eyes. Truly. Um, that was... <laughs> you bitch. Fucking is giving me such a look right now. <laughs> I didn't like my eyes. Um, I mean, there were a lot of things I didn't like about my face, but specifically I didn't like my eyes. I always thought they were like small and squinty and like... You know, of course, childhood bullies or whatever, like, commented on that to me. Like, that I had squinty eyes. Like, just weird shit. And something I always really liked, which is why this came out of my mouth, was I always loved my collarbones. I don't know. I just thought I had good collarbones. So when I was growing up, I just got in the habit of looking at them. And eventually, the other stuff kind of just went away. We're going to do an episode kind of akin to this about manifestation and positive self-talk. Because, boy, does that help. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, so on that note, um, we are very excited to be back and recording. I think we're going to be semi-consistent again from here on out, right? I'm not going anywhere. Kind of, me either. So kind of depending on what happens. Um, But we're so excited to be back and... This was fun. This was sort of like the... Was like a hodgepodge kind of a... Hodgepodge. Podcast, but we hope you guys enjoyed it. And we're so happy to be back. So excited to get chatting about all of our favorite things again. And I think we're just going to, since we didn't really have a topic, we're not going to do like a final thoughts. No. Uh, we're just going to do some shout outs and then we'll catch you guys next week. Hopefully. Okay. You want to start with your shout outs? Oh, I don't know who I'm shouting out. I'm going to shout out. God. I mean, I'm sure there's a million people the, I can I shout out. I know so many people. But honestly, like truly from the bottom of my heart, I want to shout out my dad and my stepmom because Mm -hmm. I was speaking candidly extremely depressed um I was out in LA for a while by myself um my roommate's been gone really since quarantine started and I was alone for so much of the time which I'm sure a lot of people are going through right now and please know that I feel for you and I empathize with you um 
and I was really down, like the most down I'd been in a while. And I went home for a month and like, it was so unbelievably exactly what I needed. It brought me so much joy. It really just like lifted my spirits in a way I never could have imagined. And I had so much fun and I'm so blessed to have like two parents who love me so much and I'm so lucky to be able to go home to a place that is safe and I don't know loving and welcoming and warm and I feel really appreciative of that so shout out to my dad and my stepmom love you both you're the best um I would also like to thank my parents now that we're on that theme (laughs) I was home for about three months which is nuts I have not been home for that long since uh high school I guess (laughs) And it was just really the best time. I I just, there are just things you don't realize you miss until you're back. There are things that you absolutely realize you miss and you mm-hmm. want to go back. And then you're like, wait, there's, like, this is so great. So thank you for housing me and paying for food for me and <laughs> all of those things. It was a great three months and I'm actually very sad about not being with you anymore. <laughs> and I'd also like to shout out Anna Turkisher because... When I was out panicking about some life stuff, she really came through with that relatable advice and also just logical advice. And <laughs> uh, I just really appreciated it. It helped me a lot figuring out what I wanted to do with my life. Yay. Yes, Anna Turk. Yeah. Turkey <laughs> sure. Um, so I guess that's all we have for you. This is a very spontaneous podcast, so thanks for listening to it all if you've gotten to this point. And yeah, we'll see you yeah. next week with a more concrete topic <laughs> and uh, maybe less utensil sounds in the background. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay, we love you guys. Bye. Bye.